Welcome into the weekend. Welcome into Friday, as always, here at the unbelievable Riverwind Casino. What's not to love about Riverwind Casino? Nearly 3,000 electronic games, brand new, renovated gaming floor, brand new gaming areas. You've got the uh, Skyloft gaming area upstairs now. You have the Oasis gaming area downstairs, smoke-free uh, environment there, and uh, the reviews are in. And Rotten Tomatoes says 100%, so does Metacritic, on the newly revamped gaming floor and the newly revamped Riverwind Casino. Best gra- uh, best games, best bars, best dining. They've got a world-class hotel to go along with everything. Best service and promotions. Always a great time. And always happy to be out here at Riverwind Casino. Also want to thank Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113, for sponsoring our first hour right here on Steelman and Thune. Parker Thune back in the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios. What's happening? I tell you, Steely, I'm ready to put a bow on the whole Caden Green saga and talk about things that are good and wholesome and positive. Eddie Pierre-Lewis commits today at 2 p.m. Central Time, and OU Hoops plays tomorrow at the Lloyd Noble Center. Your 9-0 Oklahoma men's basketball team. Yeah, and the Sooners heavily favored to beat Green Bay tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. We'll hear from Porter Moser a little bit later on on with T-Row this morning, but Oklahoma should win that one and then go to uh, Charlotte for the Jumpman Invitational matchup with North Carolina, number nine team in the country. They're 7-2. Carolina's lost to Villanova, and they lost to number five UConn at Madison Square Garden the other night. They, by the way, speaking of North Carolina, will play Kentucky uh, tomorrow at 4.30 on CBS in the CBS Sports Classic in Atlanta. So we'll see what happens between Carolina and uh, Kentucky. But the Sooners after Green Bay next Wednesday night, Jumpman Invitational in Charlotte. Um, so, yeah, we got a lot of things happening. We have actually seven bowl games tomorrow. We have three NFL uh, games on Saturday, all NFL Network games. We had the Raiders blowing out the Chargers. That was ugly last night. I know Chris Plank loved every second of that, but, man, 63 points in the NFL is a lot of points. But I'm in agreement with you on the uh, the Caden Green situation. Very disappointing for Sooner fans, clearly. Also, i got to say, uh, a little bit disappointed and Sooner Twitter as well, jumping to conclusions, theories, you know, and, uh, you know, bagging on people already. It, it just, it's, it's ugly. It's really ugly. And, again, the reality of the situation, we're going to play this again. We led with this yesterday. I think this is the clip of the week. This is the smart clip of the week, as opposed to our dumbass clip of the week, which we'll get to here in a little bit. Skip Bayless uh, authors that one for us. But uh, this is what Jaron Canick said on the podcast in the Prairie. Now, we did a little uh, Jaron Canick meets Metallica meets Mark Mangino mashup. Boy, that is. is, Yeah. (laughs) That's right up there with Ted Roof in the three-man front. I think it works. I think it works, Parker. You guys decide for yourself. So, again, this is uh, kind of the sad reality of college football. Here it is. Here's the sad reality about NIL. Uh, You will get paid more for leaving and going somewhere else. The people who stay at their schools are not rewarded as much as someone who enters the portal and goes to another school because the transfer portal guys make a lot more money, a lot more NIL money typically than the guys already on the team. 
no matter where they come in at, no matter what, you know, what it is, it's just a fact. There's a lot of money in the portal. And so guys who choose to stay where they, you know, where, where they love to be are, you know, quote unquote, getting punished and check guys who choose to leave and go somewhere else uh, can make more money doing that. So it's like, what are we really rewarding here? You know what I mean? You know what this is all about, don't you? That's right. Dollar signs. Mark Mangino, you nailed it again. You nailed it again. And uh, so basically what Jaron Canick said, right, is in many ways right now you are rewarding leaving over loyalty. Parker, that's kind of messed up. And there's truth to that. There's truth to that, and I think hearing things like that and just having a greater understanding – because here's the deal, Steely. Here's what everybody needs to understand about NIL. And obviously this is a conversation that has gotten dredged right up to the top of the news cycle this week because of the Caden Green fiasco. Everybody is still learning how to operate and developing best practices in the NIL era because it's only two and a half years old at this point. It was only in July 2021 – that NIL became legal in college football. So nobody quite has it figured out yet. Nobody has the whole thing streamlined. Nobody knows exactly what is best in every single circumstance for all parties involved. And so it is a constant process of learning and streamlining and improving your operation from an NIL perspective. And from what I know behind the scenes, Oklahoma's been pretty good about that, Steely. Not perfect, nor has anybody, but they've been pretty good about it. And I would have to imagine that one of the priorities going forward for Oklahoma in the NIL department is going to be player retention. Well, I shouldn't say I'd have to imagine. I know this to be the fact, to be the case, to be factual, that Oklahoma is going to place high priority on player retention and making sure that the guys that are emerging as bona fide studs in the Crimson and Cream are taken care of because you have to have continuity. You have to have stability because you have to have culture and you can't have culture. You can't build and establish a culture without stability and without continuity. Yeah. And if you're uh, allowing somebody's uncle, you know, to come into play or the family and they get, uh, they get their feelings hurt or whatever. And I understand some of this must may have been a miscommunication all of that, it's going to happen in the NIL era. It's very disappointing because Caden Green, I have no doubt, would have been an All-American, a high draft pick for the University of Oklahoma. Now he's probably going to wind up, you know, maybe at Oregon or Missouri. I opened up X last night. We went over to my mom's house for a little uh, Christmas stuff uh, with some family, and I came back, and I was immediately like, oh, gosh, here we go. You know, can we play the uh, Seinfeld clip for last night on X with everybody going crazy? Let's play that. People, they're the worst. You know who these people are? Who? These are the people that want to talk to you. <laughs> they got nothing else to do. Why not disturb you? I will never understand people. They're the worst. <laughs> they are. Some of them. And, uh, you know, we, we've known for a long time that probably... I don't know, 25% of the people on message boards have way too much time in their hands and are absolute morons. Okay, maybe 15%. What do you think, 15 or 25? I know you can't uh, diss your audience, Parker. I get that. But they've got way, way, way too much time in their hands. But 
for people bagging on Dylan Gabriel already when they think they know the facts and they probably don't know the facts. You know, Dan Lanning's in the hotel. I mean, it's just like, it, it, again, get ready, people. This is going to continue to happen, all of this kind of stuff. It's not going away, and you are going to drive yourselves insane. And it just, you know, to me, I, the OU fan base, look, I love our text line. We've got great listeners. We really do. Yeah. You guys are the fuel for the fire here every single day. You're creative. You're funny. You're well-informed. But there's a select group of people out there, again, that just dwell on the negative and stay there. And it's like they enjoy that experience. I don't get those people. Look, they've been around even in the early days of radio when we didn't have a text line. But some of it is just, uh, it's just insufferable. Well, here's a great text from Adam in Austin. OU Twitter is embarrassing. We are a blue blood. Act like it. And like that right there, that underscores, like for instance, how often do we hear about a meltdown on Alabama Twitter? How often you hear about a meltdown on Georgia Twitter? Yeah, but maybe the algorithm. I'm sure there's some, you know, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to see a lot of that as much. Look, there are bad apples in every fan base. Fans are fanatics. That's what that's where fan came from. We know that. And most of the OU fans are really good. But, man, starting to look a little bit like Texas Tech or LSU uh, with some of these people. And, look, I don't know, Parker. You would know better than me in this situation. But... If I'm seeing that kind of negativity when somebody leaves, and I think the Caden Green situation sucks. I think it was a miscommunication. People got their feelings hurt. Signals were crossed. Uh, The family was heavily involved, and everybody's looking for a payday. I get that. It's not cool. It's really bad for OU. But what else is bad is the look of a fan base. And, look, I I dog Lincoln Riley, and I still do it. But that's a grown-ass man right there who lied to everybody. We're talking about some kids here. Uh, that I think were influenced by family members. I, I think that, again, bagging on Dylan Gabriel without knowing all the facts right now is is a bad look. And if I'm a recruit and I'm seeing that stuff, I'm thinking, man, what's going on with these people? And I know it's not, you know, it might be 10% of the OU fan base, but it's still a horrible look. I've been reading, as you've been talking, Steely, I've been reading through the text line. We had we had a manifesto sent in by Dan in Madison, Mississippi. I am dubbing it the Danifesto. And it is one of the more interesting manifestos I've ever read on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I think it is worth diving into. Obviously, we're running up against a break, so we can't do it right this second. But definitely something I would like to loop back around to because he has Let's some interesting it. thoughts and opinions on NIL and the portal. Look, and I don't want to sound like an angry old man here, even though I am, because we love pretty much everybody out there. Like I said, you guys, uh, you know, we've, we're rolling with advertisers. We're rolling with texts every day. You heard Danny Stutzman the other day. Yeah, I was listening to the ref, you know, and uh, it's, it's about you guys. It's about you guys. We're trying to put out a good, informative, entertaining product. You guys have responded. But unlike Zach Sanchez, we realize this is about you guys, all right? Now, you're not in the studio. You're putting in the effort, but we, you know what I'm saying? We still appreciate you guys very much, but some of the people on OU Twitter are embarrassing themselves. I mean, they're going to LSU, Texas Tech kind of levels right now. All right, let's take a break right here. Riverwind Casino. I just saw Justin came by. He's got a very festive Christmas sweater on. It looks awesome. And... Uh, 
so does all the action here at Riverwind. People winning all the time. We've got the 100K Frosty Friday's promotional drawing tonight. People are going to win a lot of cash and bonus play. That's how they roll here at Riverwind. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Brandon Drunk, Drum, coming on Whoa. an hour earlier. Brandon Drunk is coming <laughs> on at 1235. <laughs> Brandon Drum will be on at 1235. We'll also talk to him and see if he wants to, uh, to uh, you know, go with that English muffin nickname for one of the Sooners' new linemen. We'll talk to him about that, maybe, probably not. Stay with us. We're coming right back. We are back here at Riverwind on a Friday. The uh, Canic Metallica Mangino mashup, our Ortho Central clip of the day today. Ortho Central Clinics in Norman, Midwest City. Also available now in the Tri City area, Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard. These full service clinics do an unbelievable job of treating orthopedic and sports medicine injuries. Celebrate some things that have been really, 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 really good. First of all, Billy Bowman coming back. Danny Stutzman coming back doesn't get any better than that. And those guys may be the rare exceptions unless something changes uh, in the world of college football. And you're also getting D.J. Terry back and Jacob Lacey back, Parker Thune, on the D-line. Yeah, and look, those two were kind of always coming back. That wasn't really a question, but it does help further tangibly solidify that room. There is now no question whatsoever, okay, you are getting those guys back, and you're still going to be in the market for a transfer or two, I think ideally two. And, you know, with with Chris McClellan in the portal right now, that's priority A1 at defensive tackle for the moment for OU, but you're waiting on the other shoe to drop. And for the other shoe to drop, you have to get through the Texas A&M bowl game, uh, the Diet-Red River rivalry between Oklahoma State and Texas A&M. And then see what happens with DJ Hicks. If DJ Hicks does get in the portal, then OU obviously is going to be a serious player. I would regard them as the immediate leader. And at that point, you have the potential to drastically bolster and revamp your defense, your interior defensive line room heading into the SEC. That would be huge. But in bringing Terry and Lacey back, what you know you have is two guys that have contributed at a high level in the Power Five, not just at Oklahoma, but elsewhere, and are going to be in their respective sixth years of playing college football. So there is a breadth of experience there. Yeah, uh, you know, and if you get McClellan and you get D.J. Hicks, you get one of the two, obviously that's a big help. You get both those guys, and Oklahoma's really in really good shape. Uh, on the interior of the defensive line and uh, you know with what they have on the outside they're in good shape the defense is pretty much taken care of now you got to be thinking about offensive line we'll see what happens with epl today two o'clock a little after two o'clock today oklahoma time with eddie pierre lewis would be a great get for oklahoma all right you know when we start this show i feel like i'm jumping on like you're, you're coming onto the highway and man you better be going like 85 miles an hour uh, because it moves the whole time. The text line never stops. So let's jump in and get as many texts in as we can. We do have Brandon uh, Brandon Drum coming on at 1235 Riverwind Casino Hotline next segment. But let's hit the text line right now. Get Nipplemeyer Chevrolet text line. I would like to start with the Danifesto. All right. Dan in Madison, Mississippi says, warning, long. Thanks for the, thanks for the heads up, Dan. 
On NIL and the portal, the old saying, once the toothpaste is out of the tube, you can't put it back in. The question is, how can they coexist? And can we recover the best sport America has to offer? Here's my proposal. Due to the new NIL era, there are multiple sources that do evaluations of kids and determine their quote-unquote dollar value. It's called a slot value. If a kid enters the portal and wants to transfer, his slot value is determined. The school that signs the kid out of the portal is required to pay his former school the slotted amount. Example, player A leaves Jackson State for Ole Miss. Slot value is $350,000. Ole Miss owes Jackson State $350,000. I think if schools had to double dip to pay for a player, it would slow down the portal activity and promising large sums of money for the transfer players. Now, there are still instances where schools or players need to separate. Either they didn't get better about evaluations or they're buried on the depth chart. The current school could waive the slot amount, which would allow players to transfer without causing financial hardship for the receiving school. Example, kid at Ole Miss wants to leave. Ole Miss needs room on the roster, so they waive the transfer fee. Kid goes to Jackson State free of charge. The one exception to slots and waivers would be grad transfers. If a kid fulfills his education requirements and gets the degree, he can transfer without compensation to former school. How does this help? One, smaller schools who often get robbed of their great players will get compensated. Two, it would make it more profitable for universities to invest in their own players versus looking for the next best thing. And three, it would allow kids caught in bad situations to still move on. End of Danifesto. What are your thoughts, Steely? You know, I, I like the idea. I like the concepts. Um, but the, the whole problem is, again, if you're talking about capping somebody's NIL or what they can make, you know, with my limited legal experience, but I, I think, again, that would be problematic holding up in a court. Uh, and another part of that is the fact that, you know, if, if you want to do something like that, it would have to be collectively bargained, like you have a salary cap, like, you know, the, the NFL, the NBA, stuff like that. Uh, you would have to have a players' union, and, and that stuff would seem a long ways away. So I don't know. I do like the idea because this is uh, something, again, and we talked about this when uh, the court ruling came down and then when conference realignment went way out of control that, you know what, we may not recognize this game in five years. We don't really recognize it as the same right now, but think about five more years down the road, ten more years down the road. You know, will people eventually turn against college football uh, to a certain extent? I hope not, but I do like the ideas, though, Dan. Thank you. Adam from Austin wants to know, when does EPL announce? Folks, that's going to go down at or around 2 p.m. Central Time. So right as Steely and I are getting off the air and right as we're getting ready to go into Locked In with myself and Tyler McComas, that is when we're expecting the announcement from Eddie Pierre-Lewis, the four-star interior offensive lineman from Tampa, Florida. The expectation is that he will be a Sooner. Now, Josh in Tulsa says, Steely, if you ain't tampering, you ain't trying. You know, here's the deal. I don't know. Do we know the uh, full situation? I just hate how Dylan Gabriel got trashed by some fans for his play on the field. You don't have to be a fan of Dylan Gabriel. Uh, We can all see he doesn't have a great NFL arm, but overall I thought he had a pretty good first year, and I thought he had a really good second year. Nobody thinks he's going to go be, you know, an elite NFL quarterback, and clearly the NFL people didn't think that either because he didn't get the – the draft uh, grade that he was looking for. But I thought he handled himself with class at OU, was great with the media, answered questions every week. 
even when they went through the two-game losing streak, I think he's a good kid who is a, a good, solid college quarterback. And to see people immediately just jump 100% to a conclusion that, oh, this guy's total trash. And, you know, we live in such a reactionary society right now. It's it's sad. And, you know, you can think I sound old or whatever. But, you know, it just – and, again, it wasn't – there were people fighting back too. But, I mean, have some class about you. Put down the brown liquor. Put down the, the doobie. You don't have to react to everything. If you do have to react to everything, if you tweet like more than 10 times a day or answer everybody's tweet, go look in the mirror. Walk over there right now. Walk over there right now. Look in the mirror and say to yourself, I am an egomaniac who needs attention. <laughs> Repeat after me. Look, no, look straight at yourself and say, I am a narcissistic egomaniac who needs attention. And some of these people, uh, immediately, they just want right to trash the kid. They don't know. They think they know, but they, they don't know. Uh, Parker, and uh, thank goodness for David Stone last night, right? David yeah. Stone oh, silenced a lot of people. David Stone, you know, we were wondering if he was bought in. Ever since he committed, that kid's been bought in, Gosh. 100%. All the, and all that stuff's getting thrown around on Twitter last night. And I want so badly to jump in and be like, that ain't true. But then I'm also like, okay, the second I say well, anything. You, you jump in and then your night's over. Exactly. I mean, well, right? everybody's like, can you prove it? Share the information. And everybody wants elaboration. And then you have people who are like, BS, that's not. Because, you know, there are some people that are just married to their preconceived notion on the situation. So I just let it lie. And then thankfully I woke up and the five-star defensive tackle had dealt with it for me. So. Yeah, like I said, we are living right now with more idiots than ever in the history of mankind. I think the Cro-Magnon period had smarter individuals, uh, you know, uh, than we have right now because it is. I mean, it's it just every night I look at it, I'm like, golly, what, do these people have anything going on in their life at all? And look, I like to engage on Twitter every now and then. It's certainly on game days and stuff like that. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but some of them live their entire lives there. Ah, gee, Christmas. There are no clouds to yell out right now, or I would go out there and start yelling. All right, Brandon Drum's coming up next on the Riverwind Casino Hotline, so keep it here on the ref. All right, we are back here at Riverwind Casino. Big show tonight at the Showplace Theater. Lee Bryce on the uh, Showplace stage tonight. Uh, Don't forget, other great shows coming up in December. How about Saturday night, December 30th? Ron White, they call me Tater Salad. Coming up Saturday, December 30th, Midland New Year's Eve show. Sunday, December 31st. In January, we have Boys to Men, Clay Walker, comedian Joe Coy and friends. In February... Air Supply, Scotty McCreary, and in March, Jay Leno has just been booked. They re, uh, they had to uh, reschedule Jay Leno's show, which fell during the pandemic, but he's coming back Friday night, March 15th. Jim Gaffigan also Saturday, March 23rd. So uh, always a great show here at Riverwind as well. Get your tickets online at riverwind.com or at the Showplace Theater box office. Brandon Drum joining us uh, earlier today than normal. And, uh, Brandon, uh, let's talk about EPL. First of all, 
How should Sooner fans be feeling confidence-wise that EPL might make them very happy later today? Pretty confident. Uh, things feel like they're in place. Uh, unless something happens, obviously with NIL, crazy things can happen. But, I mean, it, it, everything we've heard and been told has been things are trending in the right direction for Oklahoma. Okay, Brandon, portal watch this weekend. Obviously, the Sooners have four additions via the transfer portal already. Names to know, names to watch as the Sooners continue to plug some of their holes heading into year one in the SEC. Um, yeah, uh, I'd probably start with uh, former 2022 freshman All-American, Abichi Nawawu, and... Uh, he's from North Texas. He obviously knows Seth Latrell. Seth Latrell was one of, if not his only offer um, out of high school. I believe he actually walked on but then earned a scholarship. I can't – I don't know the exact uh, story on that, but he's a name to watch. He'll be visiting Oklahoma this weekend. Uh, Gino Vandemark will be visiting uh, a starting offensive guard for Michigan State over the last few years. Um, just uh, another guy is Southeast Louisiana State tight end uh, Bayer Sharp, uh, who was one of the top tight ends in the FCS level that Oklahoma's bringing in as well. So those are three names we know for sure are visiting. Uh, we're working on confirming some others, obviously, but uh, I think Oklahoma stands to, uh, I think they're in a really good chance. Really, I think they have a really good chance to land this guy. Brandon Dromo, you insider, joining us, Riverwind Casino Hotline. You know, with all the uh, the fallout from the Caden Green situation, which became a huge story, it's been very controversial, people going back and forth, it's been crazy. But somewhat lost in that, both you guys, is the fact that, you know, this, the same day all that stuff came out, oh, you got Deion Burks, one of the best right, wide receivers in the portal, and that was a great get. And because of the green, uh, you know, the mushroom cloud that came from that, that's been uh, understated, I think, a lot because that's a great get for OU. I mean, not just him, but uh, Sam Franklin. Both of them are considered top ten players at their position in the portal. Both of them, I mean, I, I believe four-star or French four-star guys in the portal uh, guys that can come in and contribute right away. It's just it's wild. Uh, but as far as Burks go, speed, uh, the ability to separate, uh, the ability to make t- uh, tacklers miss. Uh, he's really good in space with the ball in his hands. Uh, and, and similarly, so is Sam Franklin, the Tennessee Martin uh, running back who ran for 1,400 yards last year and 11 touchdowns. So. Uh, he's a really good player and was highly sought after. You can go look at all the offers both those guys got. And at the end of the day, Oklahoma was able to pull it out and land some really, really good players. And, and I don't know that I would call wide receiver a position of need, but if you're going to get somebody to fill in for Drake Stoops, that's a really good start at the slot position in, Bar- in Burks. Brandon, let me ask you a very popular question from the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line over the last couple weeks, and it's an understandable one, but people would like to know, is Oklahoma 
and are Oklahoma fans simply setting themselves up for another major disappointment in waiting out DJ Hicks and whether or not the Texas A&M defensive lineman ends up entering the portal after the bowl game? I mean, you're setting yourself up for disappointment waiting on anybody that's not in the portal yet. Just letting you know. So until he enters the portal, I would go on about my day that he is not going to be a sooner. Um, now, now, I want to preface that by also saying there's buzz out there, right? And and buzz is it's just buzz. I think people sometimes take that as it's actually going to happen, and that's not the case. So I, I would take it as until he enters the portal, go about your merry way that he's not going to. And But also understand that the portal's not done. After the bowl game, there's going to be multiple other people at that position that enter the portal that Oklahoma may or may not look at. Um, and then on top of that, throughout the spring, as spring rolls around, guys just get uncomfortable. Things happen at the school that they don't feel comfortable with and they want to leave uh, that Oklahoma might be able to capitalize on. So it, it's it's far from over until probably June, July-ish. Uh, the portal will still be open and People will still be entering and trying to, you know, transfer schools. So stay patient. You never know what's going to happen down the line. You never know who's going to enter and how that's going to turn out. So uh, just be patient is what I would say. I know you got to get out of here pretty quickly, but uh, for those who may have not seen or heard your take or been on OU Insider uh, on how the Caden Green situation went down, miscommunication, family involvement, uh, you know, uh, how did this happen? And um, because again, when you think, man, this kid, he's he's going to get paid at OU, and he was, and he's a potential All-American, another one of those guys who could fall in the footsteps of Lane Johnson and Trent Williams, Creed Humphrey, all those guys. How do you think this happened? Uh, miscommunication slash. I think at the end of the day, you're looking for reasons with the miscommunication because ultimately OU did what they needed to do to make things work. The Greens were not willing to listen and to try to go in there and clean your locker out while, and and obviously this is just what we're told, while the practice is going on and your teammates think that there's a, you're taking a test is, 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 uh, he's being led by uh, cowardly decisions. And it's not the kid. I, I, the kid has part of it, but the adults in the room, once again, screwing it up for kids is how I would put it. There you go. Brandon Drum, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Brandon, I appreciate you uh, you know, being flexible with your time today and everything. We'll talk to you again next Friday. All right. Thank you. Brandon Drum joining us on the uh, Riverwind Casino Hotline. All of our, uh, by the way, transfer portal updates are brought to you by Swiftco Roofing and Construction. Brent Swift, he'll come out personally, inspect your home, give it a look over, and they have a great reputation. They have uh, renovated over 350 houses. They have 25 years uh, of experience if you go to their website swiftcogroup.com it's nice man it looks good it looks good uh and again 
We recommend them 405-831-8222, Swiftco Roofing and Construction. They are the sponsor of our transfer portal updates. You know what, Parker, today? I I hope for Bill Biedenboe's sakes that EPL commits to Oklahoma because it, you know, I know that Bill Biedenboe really could care less about what people are going to say on social media, but it's going to get ugly. Right? Hopefully that won't be the case, though. All right. We shall see. That's going to happen a little after 2 p.m. today. Tampa Catholic High School, Eddie Pierre-Lewis, will make his decision. And the, the thought is it's going to be Oklahoma, but, you know, sometimes you just never know, particularly in this NIL world we're living in. Stay with us. Back to the text line next, right here on The Ref. All right, folks. Attention, Rep Army, today is your last chance to get signed up for the Bowl Mania Contest. We have seven bowl games coming up tomorrow. Bowl season gets started tomorrow. And uh, once again, guys, the name of the group, just go to ESPN, look for the uh, Capital One Bowl Mania, ask for a group. It's Unhitch the Wagon, the Password Password for that group, Unhitch the Wagon, is Sooners with a capital S. And make sure you get signed up. You can win some big prizes, including those always very sought-after Hal Smith Restaurant gift cards because those are gold, because Hal Smith turns restaurants into gold. Charleston's, The Garage, Neighborhood Jam, Louie's. If you want to be in the restaurant business, you best know Hal Smith and uh, get to know him because he has been unbelievable. And uh, I love getting those gift cards for the holidays. They're awesome. Uh, you can get those, by the way, to go go to HalSmith.com. Spread some joy this holiday season. HalSmith.com. And, again, get signed up for the, uh, the Ref Bowl Mania contest. All right, let's wrap up this hour. We will have the uh, – we'll, we'll lighten it up a little bit. Top of the hour uh, during the 1 o'clock hour. We do have the dumbass clip of the week to start off there. Oh, boy, that'll be fun. Yeah, but let's get to the uh, text line. Jeff from OKC asks, Steely, I'm driving through Missouri. What is my mission? (laughs) Pain. I don't know, but Missouri, like I said, does anybody remember the movie way back in the 80s? If you're an olds like me called My Bodyguard, that wimpy little punky kid you know hired a bodyguard because you know everybody was well you know giving him the business but once he got his bodyguard this bigger kid you know he started walking around got a little pep in his step got a little cocky well that's missouri right now missouri needs to be stuffed back in the locker where they've always been with two total ncaa team championships they get a 10-1 football season you know it's a journalism school. It's a journalism school. It's not an athletic school. You had a million teams, well, not a million teams, but a, a, enough players who have at least been to one Final Four. You haven't even done that. You got a little rinky-dink stadium, and you're walking around because you won 10 games and you got williams Winery, and you've got a clown head coach in Eli Drinkwitz. They are the Texas Tech of the SEC. And... No Sooner fan should ever have to take anything from a Missouri Tiger fan. 
because they have nothing except a great journalism school. My apologies to somebody like uh, Eli Letterman, but well, he was Missouri, right? Or was he? Yes, Syracuse? he was a Missouri grad. Yeah, I mean, there you go. He can puff his chest out. That's a great journalism school. Like the rest of Missouri athletics, not so much. Jeff from OKC also adds, you can already tell EPL is a member of the Ref Army by when he set his commitment time. And maybe you might be on to something there. You might be on to something there. That would be a great way for Tyler and you to uh, to open up the show. Now, the ceremony starts at 2, so I would imagine probably by – I don't know. Two fifteen. Ten, ten after two fifteen, we'd probably have an answer, right? You would think so. K Dub nine one eight says, guys, since college football as we know it is dying before our eyes, the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line should be manifestos only. <laughs> Let's go back to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet manifesto line. We've got Ted from a bunker in Montana who's had it with NIL. There you go. Yeah, well, Dan had a pretty good one, had a pretty good one. The problem is if you limit and try and slot these kids as to what they can make, that's going to be difficult, from what I understand, with my very limited legal expertise, but difficult to hold up in a court, right? Uh, Because you're basically capping what they can make, restricting movement. That's That kind of stuff, again, you can do it in the NFL, you know, when they slotted salaries for first-round picks or whatever, because that stuff's collectively bargained. I don't know if you could get all the Power Five conferences, and soon it'll be, you know, two, maybe maybe three, but probably two super conferences. Maybe then you could collectively bargain something. I don't know. But college football is, uh, man, it's, uh, it's still great. It's still great. We still love it, but I'm concerned for its long-term health. A 918 listener says, tuned in mid-rant, and I immediately knew who Steely was talking about. Misery is trash. <laughs> you know, it just it it, uh, it just amazes me. It, it's kind of like I, you see people in the, uh, the news media, or maybe not even the news media, but the first time they get a little of attention, it goes right to their head, and they start thinking they're all that, like right off the bat. I'm like, dude... You still have a ton to learn. I know you've got, you know, whatever, but that's Missouri right now. That's Missouri. And Eli Drinkowitz is still a clown. And hopefully the Sooners, that Missouri victory next year is essential. I don't know if I can handle a loss to those Missouri Tigers right now. Got to get that done. Sooner in Texas chimed in on the text line to ask, hey, I asked this question on the Plank Show, but wanted your perspective as well. This is not a shot at BB, actually the opposite. Why aren't recruits lining up to come play offensive line at OU with him? His success with players in the NFL is second to none. I'm referring to both high school recruits and portal. It just seems with his success, it should be much easier to recruit slash keep kids, assuming the NIL is equal. I mean, that's that's a good question, but some of the guys that they brought in that were, you know, highly touted didn't turn out to be quite what they thought. It, it, does it feel like evaluating an old lineman is maybe more difficult than evaluating a skill position player 
Um, I, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. The one thing we know about Bill Biedenboe is he's going to develop those guys. He's going to develop those guys. Um, I don't know, Parker. You probably have more insight to that than I do. What do you think? I think NIL has something to do with it, certainly. But this is something that I have professed repeatedly. And for those that haven't experienced Bill Biedenboe, you know, he doesn't have a mic in front of him a lot. You don't see his personality. Bill Biedenboe can be a little bit of a prickly character. Like He is a no-nonsense dude. He is old school. He is not going to... What's a good analogy here? Okay, I'll just be straight with you. He's not going to tell you what you want to hear. And a lot of guys that are 16, 17, 18 years old these days want to be told only what they want to hear. Bill Biedenboe's not going to do that. And so his recruiting pitches don't land with everybody because not everybody wants to be great. Well, that's not true. Everybody wants to be great. Not everybody wants to put in the work that is required to be great. Bill Biedenboe might not land a cabinet full of blue chip guys every single cycle, but he lands the right guys because the right guys are the ones that are willing to be coached hard. Yeah, it's kind of like that uh, story that Bob Stoops has told before, you know, when he was talking to Bill Biedenboe and Bill was like, Coach, cut to the chase. You gonna you want me to take the job or not? You know, there's no real uh, BS with Bill Biedenboe. He, None. He will just get to the point. All right, we got to get out of here and get to the point. We're here at Riverwind Casino. Thanks, Lasher Home Comfort Systems for hour number one. Uh, the dumbass clip of the week will lead off hour number two next. Always easy to talk about Riverwind, folks. So many things to do, so many places to dine, so many ways to win cash and bonus play. Tonight is the uh, 100K Frosty Fridays promotional drawing. Get out of here and win your share of $100,000 in cash and bonus play. Don't forget about Midnight's Magic Madness on New Year's Eve. All right? Play with your wild card. If you can get out of here on Sunday, why not come out and have a great brunch at the uh, – at the River Buffet, and then play with your wild card because every every point that you get on your wild card, you're going to get 17 times the entries on Sundays. 17 times the entries, and then be here on New Year's Eve for preliminary drawings, uh, 6 to 11.30 p.m. when you share $100,000 in cash and bonus play there, and then $20,240 in cash uh, at midnight for the winner. So Midnight Magic Madness. Think about playing with your wild card again on Sunday to enhance your chances. We have a show tonight at the Showplace Theater. Lee Bryce on this Friday night on stage at the Showplace. Ron White coming up Saturday, December 30th. That'll be great. And uh, Midland with a big show, New Year's Eve here at Riverwind Casino as uh, they are giving away nearly $315,000 ringies in, well, cash and bonus play here at Riverwind in December. All right, are you ready for the Friday feature we call the Dumbass Clip of the Week? This one features an Oklahoma City native. Now, I uh, I know a lot of people rag on Skip Bayless. I will tell you this, Skip, I've met Skip. He's, he's a pretty nice guy. He's a friend of the Humphreys family, and any friend of the Humphreys family is a friend of mine. But this was, uh, this was cringeworthy earlier this week when his Dallas Cowboys beat the Eagles Skip Bayless authored our Dumbass Clip of the Week. You're a stupid dumbass. <laughs> I tried to warn you. 
cry eagles cry sigh haters sigh here we go whoa <laughs> shut up dumbass what a bunch of dumbasses <laughs> <laughs> yeah really <laughs> let's hear that one more time the uh, the cringeworthiness really went up on the cringeworth the, the cringe meter at the end with that here we go here one here more we time go. Oh, man. Skip just, you know what? Here's an old man that just ran with social media and decided, yeah, I'm going to sell sell my soul on social media. I'm going to do it. And, look, I'm sure he's taking money to the bank. That's one of the problems we have right now. They attach money to it now as well. They attach money to it. So, oh, man, oh, good mind. This is a me-first society. Look at the portal. Look at the portal. But Skip Bayless went all in. Now, the problem is when you're old, the olds lose their cool over time. And some of the olds, like myself, never had a ton of cool anyway. But you know what? It works for him because everybody says, give it up, old man, you know, and all that stuff. And I'm like, you idiots are playing into exactly what he wants you to do. And you're not smart enough to realize it. Here we go. Let me ask you a question, Parker Thune, to lead off this second hour, presented by Oklahoma Generator. Okay. We appreciate them very much. Uh, Like I said, we are due for some bad winter weather. It's been, you know, been pretty tame so far, but you know it's coming. Maybe a big ice storm. Those are always horrible. And that's when you need a generator. If you don't have one or if you need a better one, Oklahoma Generator. Check them out online, okgen.com, or call them up at 405-321-6631. This Caden Green, what would I call it, ordeal? Does that work? The Caden Green controversy, I know it's, it's easy to know, right, hard to know right now, but you've been up to Lee Summit North a lot. It's been a pipeline for OU. How do you think this affects things up at Lee's Summit North for Oklahoma moving forward? I don't know, Steely. I'd like I'd love to give you an answer. It's been four days. Like this is all still so fresh, and I have no idea. Like I have no idea to what extent Oklahoma, or rather, to what extent this decision by Caden Green is going to be reflected upon the rest of the prospects at least Summit North and whether Oklahoma is going to hold something or anything against the crew at least Summit North for how this all went down. And look, to me, based on all of what I know, this this ought not to be something that affect any, that affects anybody else at least Summit North. This is strictly an issue and a disagreement and a misunderstanding between the Greens and Oklahoma. I don't think it should have ramifications, but then again, you know, you get burned twice by the same contingent, by the same school in essence. Williams Winery kind of stringing OU along, then committing to Missouri, and then, of course, Caden Green getting in the portal after one year. Naturally, I think you're going to approach that school and the players therein, the prospects therein, with an extra measure of caution. It's only natural to do so. 
And so, look, you have Kamari Moore in the 2025 class who is committed to Oklahoma. You have Isaiah Mosey, the outstanding four-star wide receiver up there, who is pretty much down to Oklahoma and Oregon. Those are the two schools that are sharing the catbird seat in his recruitment process. So OU's not going to tell Kamari Moore, hey, your teammate hit the transfer portal. You can't come anymore. Yeah, I I think it's more – I'm talking about more the Lee Summit side than OU. Yes. Now, basically, I again, I don't think it's something that should have trickle-down ramifications on anybody else at least Summit North. Whether it will or not is a different conversation entirely, and I think that's going to play out over time, and only then will we know the true answer. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line here at Riverwind Casino. And uh, another big weekend. We've got the Frosty Friday drawings tonight, $100,000 in cash and bonus play. And that promotion, come out, win your share. Win your share. Have a great meal. I'm here at just in front of Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant. We've got steak night at the River Buffet tonight. We have seafood night tomorrow. Big time brunch on Sunday. And the uh, newly designed uh, food court with a new restaurant, Tacos Cantina, uh, is over there as an option as well. Uh, Riverwind, simply the best, no doubt. All right, uh, text line, 405-651-3439. The Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line is heating up, as always. Let's do it. Mm, let's see here. Where do we want to start? A lot of text, a lot of very good text. Um, Patrick says, which ordeal was bigger, Green or the DJ Hicks saga? Um, I, I don't, man, in terms of surprise, I might go with the Caden Green saga because you, you didn't have, you, you haven't had DJ Hicks on campus. Well, now, everybody thought leading up to it, it was going to be Oklahoma. And then you guys got win like, uh-oh, this isn't going the way we thought. But in terms of a guy that proved himself at OU, that he was a really good player as a freshman, made some freshman All-American teams. You're not thinking that guy is going to up and leave, Well, and I I would agree with you simply because if we're talking about sheer shock factor, when D.J. Hicks announced his commitment to Texas A&M, it was shocking. Seeing him pick up that Texas A&M hat for most, if not all, Sooner fans was astonishing. Not something they saw coming. But then your next thought is, well, okay, A&M bagged him like it makes sense. right? Caden Green's departure – was so out of left field, no notice whatsoever, no immediate explanation. And you add in the fact that he was set to be the only returning member of Oklahoma's starting offensive line in 2024, and it was truly seismic. Like There's a reason. Like, how many players, how many portal entries, Steely, have we spent a full week talking about over the years? I can think of one, and it was Caleb Williams, for very obvious reasons. Yeah, 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 and uh, by the way, Justin just came over here bearing gifts, and uh, the great general manager, he always uh, brings my stuff for Christmas. They're just the best here at Riverwind. They absolutely are the best. So, Justin, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, just great people over here. I can't thank them enough. Anyway, yeah, I to me, uh, you're right. The shock value, I, I would agree with you, would be the David Hicks deal. Because, you know, we're promoting, it's David Hicks Day, you know, and then a mushroom cloud happens later that afternoon. Um, 
And again, it's it's that's nil for you again. The Caleb Williams deal certainly was kind of being strung along the Carl Williams factor, but in terms of a you know another guy that look obviously Caden Green hadn't proven to be nearly the level of Caleb Williams yet, but guess what? He's got a chance to be a first round pick in the National Football League. He's got a tremendous talent. Everybody was saying, and you didn't hear anything bad about Caden Green at all. And I'm not saying his, you know, going after more NIL dollars it makes you a horrible person. There are a lot of people who would do that in that situation. Again, this is kind of like the situation with Muleshoe. Uh, the abrupt exit and just kind of, you know, you're out of town without really any kind of uh, thank you or explanation or whatever um, just doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Bama Tom in all caps says, both named Caleb. Coincidence? <laughs> well, close. Close, yeah. Bama Tom. Not there quite. There you go. Uh, 918 listener says, Caden Green is the player version of Mule Shoe, trying to sneak out in the night without any explanation. There is some, uh, there is some wimpiness there. Now, here's the deal. The kid is a badass on the field. There is no doubt about it. I mean, nobody's going to call him that to his face. But, again, like I said with Marcus Dupree, and after he left at 83, I, you know, he was getting bad advice. Is this bad advice? We don't know. We don't know what's going to, whether it's Oregon or Missouri or, you know, if the guy's going to be a multimillionaire over a couple years with, with NIL money. I, I, I tend to think some of the NIL money is exaggerated to an extent. But, again, it's a kid. He looks like an imposing man beast, right? But he still has an 18-, 19-year-old brain, and guess what? Family can be a big factor. My guess, and again, this is purely a guess, but, you know, the family gets involved, they're upset, and they tell him this and they tell him that, and maybe Caden Green's upset to an extent too. But maybe he doesn't think about the total extreme, well, we're walking out of here. But he thinks, what's he going to do? You know, what's he going to do? And then when all of a sudden, you know, the mushroom cloud that comes out and, and the fallout is all around, he doesn't want to talk about it. Talk to dad, whatever, you know. He's a grown man in an, in an NFL body, but uh, up up there in the uh, in the brain, he's still a kid. So uh, that's how that's my theory on kind of how this went down. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. And uh, we've got a ton of text rolling in as normal. Thank you very much. And uh, more more gifts are being brought here. That's very nice. Thank you. Okay, break time, EPL decision, probably about uh, the uh, ceremony at 2. We should have a a decision again in about an hour from now on Eddie Pierre-Lewis. All right, back to the text line, more Sooner football conversation, and we'll jump into hoops as well next here on The Ref. We are back here at the one and only Riverwind Casino. Good to have you with us on this Friday. Mike Steely out here at Riverwind. Parker Thune back in the Buffalo Wild Wings studios. And, again, always a great time here at Riverwind Casino. Justin, the GM, came by uh, bearing gifts today. Much appreciated, Justin. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good people out here at uh, Riverwind Casino. 
and uh, the Chickasaws do so much in the community as well, making a big difference. All right, as we age, you know that cataract surgery is often required. It's inevitable. But when you think about that, it's really not just about restoring your sight. It's really about upgrading and maintaining your quality of life. So when it's time for cataract surgery, you have one crucial decision. Don't blow it with a bad fourth down call like a a pass short of the yardage marker. (laughs) Do one that makes sense that can affect your vision for the rest of your life. That choice between a standard lens, which often still requires you to rely on glasses for reading, or get yourself a premium lens. Consider Panoptics, Vividi, or a light-adjustable lens, the leading choices that can really provide crystal clear vision and freedom from glasses. So if you want to see far and you want to see near, you have to come here, not to Riverwind, but to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center with Dr. Bellardo and company. They're the best. Okay, text time, 405-651-3439. To the text line we go. This listener in the 832 says, You guys keep calling these players kids. I want to be clear about this. Once green, his parents or any other players who choose to not only get paid but to demand a specific dollar amount become employees and have to follow the rules of that employer or they are fired slash let go. So this makes them adults at that point, and they shall be treated like one. So stop acting like we should have some sympathy for them or their parents, etc. I I was not calling for sympathy. I'm simply pointing out, and what you're saying is... I agree with a lot of it. I'm just saying there is still, in that mammoth kid, there is still an 18-, 19-year-old brain in there and is still probably going to do what the family wants him to do, would be my guess. That's all I'm saying. Sooner Recluse says, look, I absolutely appreciate Caden. An unpopular opinion I have is he had a huge part in us beating Texas by practically eliminating Tavondre Sweat. But... I feel like we're spending too much time and energy on his situation. He's gone, and I'm okay with it because Coach B will do what he has to do. We'll be okay. Yeah, hopefully uh, we'll move on from it, I, I, you know, but it was just such a surprise, right? And you're right. He was really good against the Horns, no doubt about it, and he, he's, he's going to be a good player, whether it's Oregon, Missouri, wherever he winds up. But, um, you know, the, the second thing, the, the smaller – the mini mushroom cloud will be when you get the edit where he's going. You know, then it'll pop back up again, and that'll be happening, you know. I guess he's visiting Oregon today, Missouri uh, tomorrow or Sunday, based on what some of the reports out there. So we'll see. KW918 says, It amazes me how people take shots at DG and Caden when all they're doing is capitalizing on the work of the morons responsible for what college football has become. Place your hatred there, if anywhere. My my disappointment in the whole deal, the whole deal would just be, again, it's a little bit like the mule shoe situation. Um and there, there's more to that, I think, but it's the way it went down with, like, you know, just, you know, start the car and the wheels squeal as uh, you're leaving town, that kind of thing. That's my Christmas present from Riverwind. Dude wants my Christmas present over here. Uh, so, anyway, he's looking like, can I take this? I'm like, uh, no. So, anyway, um, 
And, and Muleshoe, again, I, I just think that, you know, he was – look, I, I was saying, you know, when Bob steps down, I remember saying many times, I think this guy's ready to ready to take over. And he's a bright guy. He's uh, also a very deceptive guy. But, um, you know, I, I just think getting the opportunity that he got and the way he left was horrible. I don't blame a kid. Again, if you can get significant money or certainly life-changing money, you can't blame anybody for that. But, again, on your way out, I think you do have to be uh, handled a lot better. Terry from Dewey says, The restraint the current players show in these Caden Green-type situations is impressive. You have to assume not everyone in that locker room agrees with how a lot of these situations are handled. However, not one player puts this dude on blast on the socials for how these things go down. Maybe some adults can learn from these young men on how to handle this crap. Yeah, I agree. I, I was disappointed. And, look, it's it's always a select few. But then, you know, and once the, uh, the, uh, the wildfire starts, then more idiots spread the wildfire. And, you know, you can have your own opinions on how things went down. But the OU fan base, because of a few people who light that fire, start to make – you know, OU fans look, you know, like they're close to the level of LSU or Tech or some of those that are pretty bad. And OU fans, though, I will say this. The one thing, man, you don't mess with Oklahoma football or you're going to upset some people. This, um, you know, I, I know the Thunders come along and they've grabbed their fans. They're getting better again. and they're all, But nothing is ever going to be as big in the state of Oklahoma as University of Oklahoma football. It's never going to be anything bigger. Thunder can go on and win three or four NBA championships maybe down. And, and again, that'd be awesome. But OU football is something that you grow up with and your parents have been with. Um, and, again, normally if you – people will say, well, you know, you can't root for OU if you didn't go there. Guess what? Yes, you can. And that's usually the school that people who don't attend OU or OSU certainly adopt because they've won. People gravitate to winners. So OU football just means so much to so many people over the years. And it's ingrained in our culture because when Bud Wilkinson's team started winning national championships, that put the state on the map. And you had other heroes like Jim Thorpe, Mickey Mantle, Johnny Bench, individual heroes. but And then when the winning streak came along, it gave people in the state of Oklahoma something to really have some pride in. Because, you know, the dumb Okies went out to California. Read the Grapes of Wrath. Just a bunch of dumb Okies went out to California. And that was the perception a lot of the country had about, the, had about people in the state of Oklahoma. But they took pride in and the way Bud built the Oklahoma football program, and certainly Benny Owen and others had their their share, you know, of getting the program where it is. But it really took off with Bud, and it's to some people outside of God and family, it is the biggest thing in their life. So they protect it at all costs, and they will fight anybody who comes after them. It's just that way, and it's always been that way. Patrick on the text line asks, if Green leaving was huge in a negative way and Hicks was bad, 
What are some positive surprises that we've had regarding players in the past? Well, Patrick, you can rewind four days for the last one. Four days? Three days? Four days. Danny Stutzman coming back for another year was objectively huge. Yeah, Billy Bowman, Danny Stutzman, Dion Burks again. Unfortunately for Dion Burks, the uh, Caden Green uh, situation uh, came down on that same day, but they got one of the best receivers in the portal that a lot of the Blue Blood programs wanted to get, right? And uh, Samuel Franklin was also a good get. So they've done pretty well in the portal so far, and we'll see what happens. Maybe they get Chris McClellan and David DJ Hicks. Maybe they get both of those guys. Uh, you know, you talked about the kid from North Texas uh, and the uh, the old lineman Vandermark from Michigan. Maybe they wind up with OU as well. So what are we thinking on tight end? Any any updates on uh, Holden Stays or, like, Bauer Sharp? I think if I had to peg it right now, I'll bet you Oklahoma ends up with Bauer Sharp. That is my belief. I would have said Holden Stace three days ago. At this point, I'm leaning more in the direction of Bauer Sharp. There you go. All right, we got a break right here at Riverwind Casino on a Friday. I hope everybody's having a great Friday. We're getting ready for the weekend, another huge weekend here at Riverwind Casino, the 100K Frosty Fridays promotional drawings tonight. $100,000 in cash and bonus play. We've got, uh, again, the 40K Santa shopping spree going on, the Midnight Magic Madness going on, uh, Midday Runaway promotion, Midnight Magic Riches promotion. All told, they are giving away nearly $315,000 in cash bonus play and prizes in December. And that's aside from all the jackpots that people are going to win out here. Stay with us. Coming right back on the Home of Sooner Fans. Porter and company, the time tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, Porter Moser and the Sooners taking on Green Bay. Used to be Wisconsin Green Bay, the Phoenix. And uh, Oklahoma off to a great start. They are 9-0 and coming off that uh, victory over the Razorbacks in Tulsa. Last weekend, which was uh, really impressive. And again, the Sooners are ranked number 11 in the country tomorrow night, 8 p.m. ESPN Plus. And then, of course, uh, the game after that, next Wednesday night against Carolina, the number nine team in the country, uh, in the Jumpman Invitational in Charlotte, 8 o'clock on ESPN. Now, Carolina's got a big game tomorrow, by the way. They play Kentucky tomorrow, uh, 4.30 CBS. In the uh, CBS Classic, in uh, the CBS Sports Classic, in Atlanta tomorrow, 4.30. So, but first, you've got Green Bay coming up tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. Porter was on with T-Row this morning, and uh, T-Row uh, asked Porter if he's kind of been surprised by this 9-0 and start. I think when the preseason rankings came out, and we were, I think, uh, 11 or or 11, we would have been last in the Big 12 if it was just the new old Big 12 teams. And we just kind of said amongst ourselves, like, none of this matters. None of this matters, man. We know what we got going. And we've been really intentional working on each other and, like, building um, um, a camaraderie amongst each other. And that's what I think has been the best surprise in this world of, of how well that they play together so fast. And, um, you know, they've, they've – I don't want to say bought in, but more in they believe in 
what we're doing. And they believe in that, you know, this our common goal that all the individual glory is going to come with team glory. And they, they believe in that. And that's what's been really fun to see of, of how hard they play together. There you go. Hopefully they'll have a, a pretty decent crowd out there tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, Oklahoma and Green Bay. And uh, the Sooners are number 11 in the country and favored uh, heavily in this matchup to go to 10-0 and and take that 10-0 and record where you might be, again, a top-10 team uh, in America when you go to Charlotte to play North Carolina in the Jumpman Invitational next week. All right, 405-651-3439, the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We try and get to as many as we can, but it's so busy every day. We can't get to them all, but we're trying. Let's go. Big, long text from a listener in the 832 down in Texas. Agree that Stutzman coming back is great news, but it's not like we don't have linebackers to fill in for Danny's absence. What we can't seem to make good or better are both O-line and D-line. Since BV has arrived, we have continued to either have an average O-line with no depth, and on the defensive side, we have had terrible D-line play and no depth. This doesn't even take into account that we have zero tight ends on the roster. So please explain to me and all other OU fans how the University of Oklahoma can't seem to recruit those positions. Well, you just got Devon Mitchell, uh, who is one of the best high school tight ends in America. And we'll see what happens in the portal. And some of these guys have been injured, right? So we'll see. They definitely have to get better on the defensive line. And you know what? They were getting better on the O-line. We'll see what happens with this class. You don't have, you know, a, a super high recruit there now, like a uh, who is the five-star, uh, you know, who ended up kid from Moore. I'm drawing a blank. Bray Walker. Yeah, Bray Walker. But Bill Biedenboe usually develops a pretty good offensive line. We'll see. But, yeah, it's – Interior of the defensive line and O-line have to get better. We'll see what happens in the portal. What do you think about tight end? You just said you thought right now that if you had to project a tight end, it would be Bauer Sharp coming in. But Devon Mitchell sure looks like, man, he's a, a potential star. I think there's a very good chance that Devon Mitchell is starting at tight end for Oklahoma at some point next season. He's that good. And you do have Cade McIntyre coming back. You do have Blake Smith coming back. You do have Caden Helms coming back. You add Devon Mitchell to the fold and potentially Bauer Sharp as well. I I think what you would like to have is somebody with more experience because all told, those all of those guys together have combined for two catches to this point, four catches to this point in an Oklahoma uniform. Two from Blake Smith, one apiece from Caden Helms and Caden McIntyre. So, Experience is something you will not have a ton of in the tight end room, but if Devon Mitchell is as advertised, folks, he is going to make anyone and everyone forget pretty immediately what Oklahoma didn't have in the tight end room as far as depth and top end talent in 2023. Yeah, you could go back, uh, you know, a long time. Steve Zabel or obviously Keith Jackson or Jermaine Gresham guys of that caliber he looks like he has that kind of ability now again we'll see if he pans out but he looks like a phenomenal athlete uh there's no question about it and by the way again here in about uh, 30 minutes you might be getting one of those highly touted offensive linemen uh eddie pierre lewis committing to oklahoma uh that the ceremony is at two o'clock 
So you'll probably have the announcement by 2.15 or so. So make sure you uh, stay with us on Locked In, and maybe the Sooners get some good news there. It looks like it's trending in their direction. David Stone also tweeted out, you know, the EPL picture, and let's lock this thing down. So you never you never know for sure, but certainly signs are pointing to OU. This listener in the 405 says, need to get more than Jags out of the portal. Deion Burks is not a Jag. <laughs> no, he is not. Samuel Martin is not a Jag. Look at the list. All you have to do is look who wanted, like, Mule Shoe, right? Wanted both of those guys. Uh, and there were some other programs um, you know, and, and the uh, Spencer Brown started a bunch of games for Michigan State, a bunch of games. So we'll see. <laughs> Brent Venables is doing a press conference right now, and at the press conference, he opened it up by saying, I'm not talking about anybody that's not here. Yeah, Brent, uh, There, we knew that there was going to be availability today after practice, so he pretty much shut down the uh, the Caden Green conversation with that comment, huh? <laughs> well, good call on BV's part. Johnny from UConn says, stop saying Eddie Pierre Lewis, LOL. Sounds wrong. Well, we did find out. I don't know how this happened. Usually my policy is whenever I don't know how to pronounce somebody's name, I go to YouTube, and if they're highly recruited – you know, I'll get one or two pronunciations, and if I the, if the the two go with the same pronunciation, I go with that. But somehow we all got Eddie Pierre Louis, and it is Eddie Pierre Lewis. And again, it sounds like Eddie Pierre Lewis could block somebody better than Eddie Pierre Louis, who sounds like he would be hosting a guided tour at a museum somewhere. Adam from Austin on the text line says, I am so sick of these OU fans that cry about everything. Go be fans of LSU. They're used to the complete negativity. The first ever call I got on sports radio was an irate OU fan. No, 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 no. It was the second one. The first one called me, uh, and and it it was very evil. Uh I think we, we at the time called the show Sports Call PM. The first caller that I took said, You're nothing but a big redder, and hung up. The second caller was irate about Oklahoma football. So it's a tale as old as time. It's not going anywhere, and particularly in the day and age of social media. That's why this old man gets angry and depressed, because I know this genie is not going back in the bottle. It's only going to get worse. Because I have zero faith in humanity right now. Okay, go ahead. Jamie from Drum Right says, Steely, does Muleshoe stay for the bowl game or opt out and go straight to the Chargers? <laughs> Chargers, man, they need some help. They're, they're firing people left and right. That was unbelievable last night. I don't know. What are you thinking? Uh, are you still thinking Muleshoe to the NFL, or have you backed off that a little bit? I mean, Muleshoe himself said, hell no, I'm coaching at USC. So either he's a lying liar or he'll be at USC in 2024 to get exposed by the Big Ten. I'm not sure which I would prefer to be true. Yeah, I, I hear you. Well, we already know he's a lying liar, De- definitely. All right, 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. 
We are about, uh, well, we're 15 minutes away from getting locked in. They'll have the very latest EPL. His announcement today, Eddie Pierre-Lewis, Tampa Catholic, 2 o'clock Oklahoma time. So, again, we uh, we should have word, you would think, by, like, 2.15 at the latest. Some of these, like Taylor Tatum's announcement went on for a while. Um, we, we have no idea on this one today, but we'll have it for you right here on The Ref. All right, coming back, one final segment. Keep it right here on the home of Sooner fans. Here he will be getting you locked in with Parker here in just a little bit. Riverwind Casino, a lot of things happening out here. Nearly 3,000 electronic gaming machines, newly designed gaming floor. They have the uh, Skyloft gaming floor upstairs now, nice area up there. They have the Oasis gaming area, which is all about uh, the non-smoking folks who want to enjoy a gaming experience out here. Really, really cool, and we've got great dining options, Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant, River Buffet, new stuff at the food court, newly designed, won't miss a game over there, screens everywhere. It's really, really cool. If you haven't seen the newly renovated Riverwind Casino, well, the best got better here at Riverwind. All right, so the uh, EPL decision, Eddie Pierre-Lewis, the Tampa Catholic offensive lineman, uh, should be coming down within the next 15 minutes or so with the uh, with the uh, commitment ceremony beginning at 2 o'clock. This kid can run, man, right? Parker, that, it's pretty amazing the videos where you see this kid have the wheels that he has. <laughs> He's an athletic specimen, man. There's a reason why our national council at Rivals regards him as the number one offensive guard in the nation, Steely. Number one offensive guard in the nation. That is what Oklahoma is potentially getting at the top of the hour in Eddie Pierre-Lewis. So this is a guy that is going to be able to come in at Oklahoma and instantly contend for playing time, which is something the Sooners needed a lot more than they did at this time a week ago due to Caden Green's departure. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. This, uh, I, I don't know if this will be a, a nice Band-Aid for the wound that some OU fans are still feeling out there from the Caden Green situation, but uh, certainly would be welcome news for OU fans, no doubt. Uh, interesting to see, again, Brent opened up his uh, get-together with the media after practice today, saying, I'm, with a smile, I'm not talking about anybody who's not here. So I'm sure some OU fans will be upset with that. Hey, you know. So that'll be happening. But uh, I'm sure we'll be able to get some audio for you uh, a little bit later on. From what uh, this wasn't like a you know a presser where he's at the podium or anything. This was just meeting with a uh, a bunch of reporters after practice today. So so anyway. All right, uh, Parker, what are you doing this weekend? Are you uh, are you heading out anywhere? Are you, I uh, plan to be at the Lloyd Noble Center tomorrow night for OU versus Green Bay on the hard, hardwood. That's there you it. go. I saw the uh, the picture of uh, Michael Hawkins and family with Brent and uh, Seth Luttrell, who were there to, uh, you know, go see him recently. And, man, I'm telling you what, you've seen Michael Hawkins a bunch. That kid gets better and better and better, and he looks like a phenomenally dynamic athlete. That uh, that kid's a real deal. Well, and I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens down, you know, in a few years when you've got, you know, you could have 
the Hawk and Sperry dilemma. Who knows? Well, and here's the deal, Steely, is that is the type of guy, when you sign a big-time quarterback, your expectation is that he's not going to show up and be content to be the backup. He's going to take nothing for granted and push the guys above him on the depth chart for starting duty right off the bat. You can expect that from Michael Hawkins. And look, I, I think it's Jackson Arnold's team in 2024. I, I don't believe anybody has any reason right now to think otherwise. But just as Jackson Arnold came in and did all that he could to supplant Dylan Gabriel on the depth chart, so Michael Hawkins is going to come in and do the exact same with Jackson Arnold. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, and talking about, you know, there are going to be uh, departures like this with the uh, Caden Green situation that probably Sooner fans are going to face every year in the portal, maybe more than one, right? Uh, it's just the nature of the beast right now. So uh, if you had to guess, where do you think Green would wind up, Oregon or Missouri or somewhere else? I would lean Oregon. Just because I, I know how he felt about Missouri in the recruiting process, and if the money's similar at Oregon and Missouri, I don't see why he wouldn't go to Oregon over Missouri. Well, and then we just disowned Dylan Gabriel, and we try and have him arrested by the Oklahoma Highway Patrol. Just go on out there, because DG was tampering the whole time, played us the whole time. That's going to be uh, tweeted out a few times, something like that, uh, if it happens. And it does look like it would be Oregon. Uh, Sooner fans, you know, maybe they were starting to get over the uh, Gordon Reese, you know, onside kick disaster. But Oregon's back on the list. Oregon is back on the list if this happens. Now, I think it's a really good fit for Dylan Gabriel. And, again, I think we all thought that, again, Dylan Gabriel would be around two years tops, and then it's Jackson Arnold's turn. And that's the way it played out. There were some people who even thought one year for Dylan Gabriel, maybe. Um, so it's just crazy. It's absolutely crazy. All right, uh, so EPL's decision again coming up here, and they'll have that for you during Locked In. So you – you don't have to travel this weekend. You're just I do going not to have the to travel, which is great. The, have the Buffalo's uh, tire, uh, you had a nice spare and everything. The Buffalo's still in good shape. I was able to resolve the tire issues. I actually, What I did is I went and bought some tire slime, and I bought a portable inflator so mm-hmm. that if ever I have a flat tire in the future, I can take care of it then and there without even having to rely on the spare or having to limp it to the... Uh, to the repair shop with a spare tire on. Wait a minute. There's something called tire slime? Yes. Hmm. I might need to get some of that because uh, I couldn't change a tire. Uh, that's what AAA is for. But if the tire slime works temp- in a temporary fashion, then maybe I need to look into that. Plus, it just sounds like fun. Tire slime. Uh-huh. Right? I mean, I... I've never had a reason to use it yet, but apparently it's supposed to plug any hole, any leak that your tire has from the inside. So that way you can just kind of spray it in the valve core, and then, boom, your flat tire is fixed, and you can reinflate it. Nice. All right, uh, we got to get out of here. Uh, at least I do. Tyler's standing by. He's raring to go. And, again, uh, big news coming. Hopefully that will go in the Sooners' direction. Oklahoma fans need this EPL commitment today. 
and things seem to be heading in that direction, but we've got the announcement coming up here shortly from Tampa Catholic. want to thank everybody out here, as always, Justin, Reed, Alicia, everybody at Riverwind Casino. They are awesome, and uh, can't thank them enough. Love being out here. Stick around. Tyler's coming up, and you'll get locked in next. 